So we're back! After a month-long hiatus, thank you guys so much for that. Uh, Life got in the way. Yes. And that's, that's okay. That's all I really want to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to just end that as life got really hectic and crazy, and that's okay because we are a flexible book club, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Sorry for back. the, you know, couple of you that have reached out for uh, to us. Thank you for your yeah. well wishes and concerns. We are fine. Nobody died. We're okay. Yeah. We just needed a month off. Yeah. Life got just to be too much, too fast. That's, that's for sure. Okay. Because we're back and we got some amazing stuff planned. Yes, we do. Um, we're going to have a ghost host and our group book read is going to be hocus pocus the sequel yeah yeah which came out i think halloween of last year Mm -hmm. for the 20th year of the movie hocus pocus was it 20th or 25th i thought it was the you're probably right 20th but i could be wrong i don't remember i don't remember now i'll give it a google write down i didn't write that one down so that's what's going on for this month while she's looking that up I think we're just going to go right into the deals for the month. Yes. If you're, in, uh, if you're on board for that, we have one for the new Whiteland peeps out there. This is a uh, new Whiteland, so uh, this is the library off 135 between Greenwood and Franklin. It's going to be hosting on October 18th and 19th. That is a Friday and a Saturday. Friday's hours are going to be 9 to 6. Saturday is going to be 9 to 5. Um, this is a library book sale. Remember, all proceeds go back into to the, the library. They will not be doing a, do- a $5 bag this year. It's just come peruse Sad face. and uh, purchase if you wish. They will have a preview night. This is for members only. This is going to be Thursday from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can purchase membership at the door. $10 for single, $15 for family. So, just a one sale, but it's at a library that I don't think gets a lot of foot traffic. Yeah. Because it's like back off the ways off 135 where mm-hmm. we live. So, in 135, while it's a busy kind of highway, it's not that it's busy, but it's not busy. It's, like, congested. Like, people yeah. use that, like, as a back way to get around 31 when exactly. they don't want to be on 31. Exactly. So, that's that's the book-selling news of the day. Also, it was the 25th anniversary for Hocus Pocus. There you go. 25th anniversary of Hocus Pocus. I should know better. I it's 26 that. this year. I know. They turned 26 years old. Can you believe that? That movie came out when I was one. I know. I was two. <laughs> I was two years old, and I love it. I love it. I know. I love that movie. Same. That's why I'm so excited that we're going to do it as our buddy read for this mm-hmm. one, because they finally have the sequel, and I still haven't read it yet. It just looks so good. Now, um, kind of a little intro into that book. It's Disney Hyperion, I believe, published that book. first half of the book is basically a a like a screenwrite of the movie okay but just in book form and then the second half which is the sequel which is what we will be reading follows the two main characters daughter and her friends and how it's been so many years since her mom and dad had to deal with these witches 
and they might be back Uh-oh. and badder than ever. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. I love Winifred. For Winifred's my favorite. Who's your favorite? Sarah. She's mm-hmm. just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's played by um, Dead Man's Toes. Dead Man's Toes. Um, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. There's a lot of like big name people. Although as an actress, I love Kathy and Jimmy. Um Yeah. She's the one that plays okay, there's Winifred, Sarah, and mm, what's the other sister's name? Oh no. Shoot, We're just Googling all sorts of stuff in this episode. Really uh focus cast. Well they really don't even say it on the back of the book. What? That's crummy. Mary. You kidding me? Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. That's like trivia night stuff. Name the three Sanderson sisters. But <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy is like one of my favorite actresses. She was also in Sister Act, and I just love her in general. So She's done a lot of amazing, amazing work. Yeah, she has. Yeah. Well, now that I have the book up actually in front of me after digging through a pile... The back synopsis says, 25 years later, Max and Allison's 17-year-old daughter, Poppy, finds herself face-to-face with the Sanderson sisters in in all their sinister glory. When the Halloween celebrations don't quite go as planned, it's a race against time as Poppy and her friends fight to save her family in all of Salem from the witch's last vile scheme. Ooh. I'm so, I'm just so happy. My husband bought this for me last year as a pre-wedding gift. And I'm so glad he did. Because he's a good man. Because he's a good man. And I'm so happy he did. I just, I love it. I love this stuff to pieces. I just love how on the front cover it says, which please. I find that aesthetically pleasing. (laughs) Yeah. I love the artwork for this. Like, they did a really good job picking the artwork. Um, The front of the, it's an all black and it's a matte black. Um, cover, but instead of like actual faces, they do silhouette posing. Yeah, of the three main Sanderson sisters on the front of the pay on the front of the book, with just their stereotypical mouths. Like Mary's yeah. is off to the side, and Winifred's is all puckered, and then of course Sarah's is just smiley. But... Yeah, and then it's like it's basically with their faces cut out almost. Like yeah. they still have the the moon and the the hocus pocus and purple. And then under that it says, and all the new sequels. But it's a good chunk of a book. Like, let's actually divide. Where is the divider? Right here. It's like almost half the book. Wow. That's a, it's going to be a big sequel, and I'm really, really excited. I'm excited. Yeah. But Megan is going to do this one first. She's going to read it, and then she's going to give it to me, hopefully. Hopefully speed read it. Yeah. She still has uh, my Prosper right <laughs> I'm never giving it back. It's I, mine I now. saw her and I was like, hey, where's my book? She's like, on my nightstand. I'm like, well, at least you know where it's at. It's safe. And it's safe <laughs> from the dogs and the cats. Yeah, no, it's safe. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know that this is going to be on our TBR this year. This this year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure, this month. Um, let's get into our TBRs, though, for the rest of, of what we're going to try to accomplish in October. All right. Do you want to start? Sure. Of course I'll start first. So my first book is The Fairest Kind of Love, which is book three in the Windy City Magic Duol- or Trilogy by Crystal Castera. 
I don't want to give too much of it away, but I will still read the synopsis. Okay. Amber San has spent half her life solidifying other people's happily ever afters. As a matchmaker, she has the ability to look into anyone's eyes and see their perfect match, but lately her powers have been on the fritz. And not only is she totally unsure whether her match matches are true, she can't see anyone in their eyes, anyone in the eyes of her boyfriend, Charlie Blitzman. With Amber and her friends graduating high school and about to take off for various colleges, Amber is hoping to have one last carefree summer, but she also is dying to find a way to fix her powers and learn for better or for worse if she and Charlie are truly meant to be. Oh, I'm going to leave it there. It does have an, more to the synopsis, which you can always go on to Goodreads and read more of. Um, I believe this is the final book in the Windy, Windy City Magic uh, series. So I've already started it and I'm almost done with it. So I'm hoping I can power read through this weekend. I'm sure you can. And get that done. So that's one of the books I have. Have you pulled up your stuff? Yes. Okay, go, so girl, go. I actually only have one book on my TBR list this month because really? I, well, I knew we were going to be reading Hocus Pocus, mm. so I only had one other book on there because life is getting busy for me, man. It is almost Thanksgiving, Yeah. and Yum. just the holidays are coming up, Halloween's coming up. Have you seen everybody mass, like, posting, like, it's, oh, so many days until Christmas. I want to throat punch those people. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like there is an order. Holidays. There's an order okay it's not like you you see someone in february like oh it's almost fourth of july no one does that okay but for christmas they're always like let's just skip all the other cool holidays no halloween is amazing and thanksgiving is when you get really really fat right before christmas okay <laughs> you have to respect those holidays up because apparently we're gonna have what did you call it a, a polar, polar winter a polar winter down here i don't even know what that is it just sounds like a polar bear is gonna come and <laughs> and just roam the streets of franklin <laughs> streets of franklin <laughs> what the heck no um I don't know. It's supposed to be, like, really cold, lots of snow, lots of ice. You know what? I'm okay with snow. I personally do like like it when it snows. Same. Like, I, I actually enjoy that. Now, when we get, like, the weird, like, sleet, I'm not a fan of that. I could, like, pass over that completely. I'm not a fan of ice. No. Uh -huh. And I'm not a fan of wind. I I love snow and mm -hmm. I love being outside when it's snowed. I love snowball fights. Yeah. But when that wind is just like knocking you in the mm. face and your face feels like it's gonna fall off from frost Especially burn. Especially like your nose. Frost burn, yeah. frost bite. Wind burn. <laughs> wind there you burn. go. That's what you're thinking about. Wind burn. Which is a thing. But yeah, right. so uh yeah. There's just lots other stuff before christmas so people need to chill yeah. they need to chill um so my book that i want to read is called mirror mirror by gregory mcguire he's the one that wrote was wicked say wasn't he the guy that did wicked yeah wicked and okay. son of a witch is this part of the trilogy uh yes this okay. one is the one that covers snow white mm. so it says the year is 1502 and seven-year-old bianca del nevada lives perched above high above the rolling hills and valleys of tuscany and Umbria at Montefiore, the farm of her beloved father, Don Vicente. But one day, a noble entourage makes its way up to the winding slopes of the farm, and the world comes to Montefiore. In the presence of 
Cesare Borgia and his sister. Oh my sister. god, I'm gonna have to tell you to stop with the trying to pronounce these I know. names. It's just killing my Italian heart. The lovely and vain Lucrezia, uh, <laughs> decadent children of a wicked pope, no one can claim innocence for very long. When Borgia sends Don Vicente on a years-long quest, he leaves Bianca under her care, so to speak. Um, she plots a dire fate for the young girl in the woods below the farm, but the dark forest salvation can be found as well. A lyrical work of stunning creative vision, Mirror Mirror gives fresh life to the classic story of Snow White and has a truth and beauty all on its own. So it looks like they just set it back in 1502 in Tuscany and yeah. changed some names around. And Well, I mean, Borgia, that's a very powerful name. Do you, do you know of the Borgias? Nope. All right. You need I mean, go. I know of, like, the bourgeoisie. I thought you watched Rain. I did, but it's been a long time. The Queen of France, her her husband, or, like, Prince Ed, not Edward. Prince Philip? Prin- who was the Prince of France in that movie? Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Okay. His mother is a Borgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's part of that clan. Pretty much, basically, during that time period, the Borgias... Weren't, weren't they, like, all killed off? Like, the whole family or whatever was, like, murdered at some point? Yeah, later on. That's crazy. But a lot of the Borgias are known for um, being very, very scheming, powerful clan in Italy. They pretty much ruled Italy. Wow. Under a very tight thumb. Well, it looks really good. Um, I've read Wicked and Son of a Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read A Line Among Men. I haven't read Out of Oz. But he's got, like, the whole... <clears throat> he's got the whole Wizard of Oz series, and then he's also got some outside series. So I figured yeah. I'd start with this one, since I didn't necessarily need to have read the rest of the, the Wicked. Wicked years. Okay. Anywho, so that's my TBR for the month. You're so easy going. I know. I'm going crazy apparently this year because I or this year, I'm so not on it today. I <laughs> this month, this month, I'm I'm trying to amp up my spooky, and I use spooky with like quotation, quotation marks. marks. Um, but I am also taking on a second book, and it is kind of like a bio biography almost. Okay. Um, the title is The Lady from the Ba the Black Lagoon blah 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 blah. <laughs> the Lady from the Black Lagoon, Hollywood Monsters, and the Lost Legacy of Melissant Patrick by Mallory O'Mare. So if anybody doesn't know, Melissant Patrick is the designer and creator of the monster from the Black Lagoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's kind of her tale of how she came to create the monster from the Black Lagoon. Um, I was actually, this was actually recommended to me by another podcast series, Books and Tea. Um, They were raving about it, and they were just like, yeah, it's it's a really good memoir book. Okay, so I'm kind of curious, honestly, to know kind of what goes down. From what I had heard through the grapevine, this um, person actually worked at Disney as a female um, Imagineer. Oh. Yeah. 
And then I guess maybe Disney didn't like her ideas because they were very dark. That can happen. And so she decided <laughs> to go to Universal instead and work for them. And Universal's like, we love your mind. Yeah, and Universal, I guess, might have bought her. And that's the loosely. Loosely is what I use. Um, as a teenager, the Mallory Omar was thrilled to discover that one of her favorite movies, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, featured a monster designed by a woman, Melissant Patrick. But for someone who should have been hailed as a pioneer in the genre, there was little information available. For, as Omer soon discovered, Patrick contribute 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 Patrick's contribution. Contribution, thank you. You're welcome. Had been claimed by a jealous male colleague. Her career had been cut short and as soon after had disappeared from the film history. No one ever knew if she was still alive. This sounds like a good little mystery biography. I'm really, really, I mean, like, that would be kind of interesting, honestly, because if she's, if, if what is, if what I've been told is true, she should really be credited with a lot. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, she could have worked on some interesting stuff at Disney, and we might never have known. We may never know. Yeah. And then, I guess, maybe her creation, the monster from the Black Lagoon, was also stolen. Actually, no, it does say here. Hang on. I did I did some fast reading here. Do, 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 do. Patrick's contribution to special effects provided to be just the last chapter in the remarkable, unconventional life from her youth growing up in the shadows of Heart... Arts Castle to career as one of Disney's first female animators. There you go. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That does sound kind of cool, but it also still kind of sounds like a little mystery. So it's well, yeah, it's for a, October. yeah. The I mean, the monster from the Black Lagoon. That's like a classic 1950s horror movie. Side note on that uh-huh, one. Yes. So in Canada, they use uh, at least they did when I was there. Mm-hmm. Their subway stations, like their subway trains, have these little ads in them, and they use old movies like Mothman, Godzilla, really? The Creature from the Black Lagoon, to talk about uh, STDs. Are you shitting? So they said the real creature from the Black Lagoon was syphilis. And like, I have a picture of it somewhere. I'll try to find it. And when post did it to you Instagram. see this? Uh, 2010. So recent. Ish, yeah. I mean, it's been almost nine, nine years. Shoot, girl. Wow. But I don't even know how how long it's been since I went to Canada last. It's been a hot second. It has been. But yeah, I just thought that was funny because when you were talking about the creature from the Black Lagoon, all, all you thought was, was syphilis. syphilis. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Goodness. Goodness. But I'm I'm being very I'm being very brave. I have three books. Three books this month. <laughs> I don't I know read. if you're gonna cut it. I don't know. We'll see. You're going to try it, though. I'm going to try it, though. Good luck. Thank you. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. On top <laughs> of all my manga that I have to read. Oh, my God. I Do don't... you want to talk about the oh manga that you're God. reading? I, I'm currently reading Blackbird, which is a really, really old, like, when we were kids uh, manga. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave that one there. It's a sojo. I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> I'm really not even touch on it. Like I, I hate telling people I read sojo because everybody gives you bad rap for reading sojo. Yes, my husband sojo trash. 
Excuse me. We came up with a very good thing. Not all trash is Sojo, but all Sojo Sojo is is trash. (laughs) And you know what? I don't care. I don't care. Just like sometimes you gotta watch a hentai. I'm sorry. Do you now? (laughs) Sometimes it just it calls. There's a call for it. You laugh. People who know who I'm talking about. Like you laugh it all out. I don't care. My husband's being creepy behind me. Go away, ghost host. You're not ready yet. <laughs> That's next episode. That's next episode. <laughs> and then the other one I'm reading is Wotaku uh, Love is Hard for Otakus. Um, which I find really, really sweet. Like, it's a sweet rom-com. Yeah. Like, if you're going to put the book anywhere, it's a rom-com. I love it so much. You have these really nerdy people just, like, in a relationship to basically help each other out. My husband loves to, like, talk about how the two main characters, like, came in a relationship where he's, like, he the guy was like, hey, be my girlfriend. I'll help you grind for stuff yeah and i i while he was telling you that i literally flipped back to that part in the scene and it's not exactly how he describes it so i'm wondering if the anime is a little bit different is a little bit different because they usually are yeah they they went out to a bar and they were drinking and they were playing video games together and he was walking her i think maybe to a train station or something he stops he's like why don't we why don't we be in a relationship and she kind of laughs him off and kind of like, yeah, sure, whatever. You're not my type. And he's like, well, you're not my type either. And she's like, she gets all like upset and stuff. Like classic, and like classic manga girl upset, like wigs out. Yeah. And he's like, but think of it this way. I'm never going to be mean to you. I'm never going to make you cry. I'm not going to mind if you work late because I'm just going to wait for you and play video games. That's actually kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we can help each other. Yeah. Like, he does, like, because one of the reason why she honestly asks him out for a drink afterwards is because they play the same video game, and she was trying to get, like, a ri- ultra-rare item to drop. And, like, she makes the joke, like, you were my special weapon. It dropped right when you came and joined me in the party. Like, look at that. <laughs> and, like, it's, it's, it's that kind of a relationship where it's sweet and it's wholesome, but you also have these two antisocial people trying to have a relationship and not really sure how to do it. <laughs> Hashtag so my life. Hashtag. There's, there's a lot of moments in that manga that I honestly, I honestly enjoy. I, I would recommend that one. Wouldn't recommend Blackbird. No. Unless you really like Sojo. <laughs> no. But, um, Wataku Love is Hard for Utaku. I, I think you should read that one. You actually did read the back of it and you said it yeah, was interesting. Yeah, it looks really good. I think that that one's a good one for anybody. For sure. Yep. That's all, that's all the manga I'm reading at the current moment. I, I have a list that I'm just slowly... <laughs> going through going through i I think your manga list is about the same length as my anime list yeah my anime list is like 20 long right now i have about like let's see because i keep debating whether or not i want to pick up because okay so i watched the full um anime of soul eater but now i'm going through do i want to go back reread the manga because there's more in the manga than what the anime shows like you get all the backstory to the original uh death 
Not Death Eaters. Um, Harry Potter? I know. Well, Death's, like, helpers. I don't know what they're called. Okay. Death Scythes, I guess, is what they would be called. Okay. I thought that was the tool, but I'm not sure. I'll, I'm not. I'm not. Don't don't quote me on that, peeps. Um, but, like, gets more into that backstory while the anime just only kind of brushes over yeah. that briefly. Um, and really focuses on the main plot line. And even with the main plot line, there's things that David literally had to stop, pause the anime, and explain to me kind of what was happening. Because I was like, well, hang on. She has these weird powers that allow her to dispel evil spirits? Like, how is she doing that? She just does it? Yeah. And she doesn't even, like, state she can do it? Like, she just does it. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second. You've had you've had this ability all along, but you never state that you had this ability all along. You just did it one time. It worked. Yay! Everybody goes home, and now you're able to defeat the final boss with it, just like that. Like what the heck? And then there's another thing at the end that happens where she gets another power on top of that, and we're just all sitting here going, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like that's kind of where i am with black clover right now okay because the main character doesn't have any magic powers everyone else in the world has magic powers he mm-hmm. has anti-magic powers okay so he has absolutely no mana mm-hmm. but he, because of that he's able to wield this anti-magic sword that dispels all sorts of magic okay but the sword technically belongs to the elves and the elves are taken over and the elves i've never ever than watched that. or read black clover so what it's, you're telling me is like I mean, it's it's a really good anime, but I feel like if I would have read the manga, maybe it would have explained more mm-hmm. what the sword is, who it actually belongs to, where he gets his power from. Because even though he has zero mana, he's able to, like... Wield something that has magical capabilities. Yeah, and he's able to demon up every once in a while, where, like, he grows a black wing and he can fly and, like... With one wing. With one wing. It just oh, pops man. out of the side of his I'm body. I'm pretty sure that beats uh, physics on that one, yeah, folks. right? Jeez. It's a really, really good anime. It's totally worth it, but... I feel like if I would have read the manga, I would have explained it a little bit better. Yeah, and that's what I'm kind of going back and forth with when it comes to Fairy Tale. Do I... Because Fairy Tale ended, and then it restart. Like, they finally made the final season. season. And I'm sitting here going, do I watch the final season, or do I pick up the manga where I left off and kind of just go from there? Like, I meant that, like, do I... What do I do? What? How do I want to proceed... I'd watch the final season. That's just, I know. That's I'm probably going to end up just watching the final season because they wrote he the writer wrote Zero, which is the prequel to Fairy Tale. Okay, so that's the original Fairy Tale Guild. All the members there, and I also watched the adaptation of it too. And David only watched the adaptation, and he was like, "Oh, this is how Zeref and the Marigold met." And I'm like, "No, that's honestly not how they meet." And he's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, if you ever, you know, actually read Zero, it actually explains, you know, how they met. Yeah. And it's really stupid. Like, stupid, (laughs) stupid. Like, I bumped you on the side of the walkway and we met. Stupid. (laughs) So. But, hey, it's good. It's all good and fun. Good. Yeah. That's all. I have so much reading. I know, guys. What am I doing? I need to stop talking and get to reading. Exactly. Canceling the podcast, guys. We're just going to go read for the next month. 
No, just kidding, just kidding. Mm. Um, we have a lot in store for you this month. We have a ghost host coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, a buddy read for you this month. Mm-hmm. We have a lot coming up for the holidays, so yes. stick, stay tuned. We're not going to be taking any other unnecessary hiatuses that I know of. So Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. All right, guys. Well, I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And this was Wine Wine and Dine. Dine.